This is the Scale with Psychology podcast, where you're going to optimize your psychology to exponentially scale your business and become the ultimate version of yourself. I'm your host, Ani Manian, widely known as the Mind Whisperer and trusted advisor and psychedelic therapist to the world's top entrepreneurs and leaders. And I believe that entrepreneurship is a mental game. And the main constraint in any business is not the strategies and tactics, but the psychology of the founder. And with each episode, I'm going to help you take your life in business to levels you never thought possible. If you're ready to play the game of life and business in God mode, then this is the podcast for you. Joining us here. There he is. How are you, Ani? Fantastic, Pete. How are you? I'm doing great, man. Thank you for asking. Yeah. So why don't you introduce yourself? Tell us a little bit about who you are, what you do, what you're up to in the world. And uh, we'll jump in on our theme of today, Limiting Beliefs. Sounds great, man. Um, who I am. I, it's funny like to answer that question because I feel like I'm still trying to figure that out. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I think, I think you know that better than anyone. But <laughs> um, what I do is I am a fitness coach. I just brought my biz- I just started an online business uh, almost four months ago now. I work with Sterling Griffin. Obviously, yeah. I know you know Sterling. He's an amazing person. Um, I've been a trainer since 2015, and I just really – I wasn't given a lot of opportunities in life, but mm. I was given the opportunity to, to um, – live a life that's, you know, surrounded around, uh, around fitness and helping people build confidence in, in themselves and stuff like that. So that's what I do. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm looking for always looking for the next step. I'm a very growth oriented person. So, um, this year has been amazing for me with a lot of growth, but I'm sure, as you know, like when you're growing a lot, there's a lot of stuff that kind of comes to the surface and that's what I'm experiencing right now. And, and I think uh, the fact that I am aware of that and I'm like ready for the challenge of taking on those limiting beliefs and um, those challenges in my life, the fact that I'm aware and I'm ready to take on that, like brought this situation right to my doorstep, this conversation with you, which I think is amazing. And I also work with Adrian Moreno. Mm, yeah, um, which is I, I listened to his podcast that you were on with him. Um, and that's kind of how I was introduced to you. Um, and y'all both like, I, I feel like I've already met you before just because <laughs> of your, you know, uh, who, who you are and, and, and the light that you've already been shining in my life. And, and uh, I mean, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Oh, for, my for pleasure being here for me. I, my pleasure, man. It, it's really touching. Because you and I were were basically the same kind of being, right? You're touching people's lives through their bodies, through fitness, helping them strengthen their connection and make their bodies a more, you know, loving and welcoming home for their consciousness. And I help people make their mind, their head, a nice place to be, a nice place to live. Um, where there's a lot less suffering and, you know, our experience of reality can be one of peace and joy and clarity and well-being, you know, rather than this torrential, you know, tsunami and hurricane that, you know, often feels like we experience. 
So I really want to acknowledge you for this desire that you embody to grow and to learn more about yourself, to know yourself deeper and deeper, because you're like my favorite kind of human being. You know, people who really are in love with the process of growth. You know, I love people who, who seek that kind of growth so much because, you know, I really think that that, that desire for growth is really what gives movement to life. Because when we stop growing, then we're basically static, we're still. And what is life, right? Life is the movement of energy. And so you can't have life without movement. And what you're doing right now for yourself and for people is you're creating movement. Yes, on a literal level, like from a fitness perspective, like move right. your body, <laughs> right? But also move your experience, move your reality, move your understanding of who you are, move the depth of your understanding of yourself, move the degree to which you realize yourself and your, your, and your nature. So this is a beautiful context for this conversation. Let's jump in. Like what's been coming up for you in this growth? Because I really think that entrepreneurship is the most intense and deepest personal growth experience any human being can have and entrepreneurs are really asking for it in the most beautiful of ways right it's like show me all my stuff show me all my fears show me all my doubts show me all my insecurities show me all my inadequacies you know because that's what business does it brings it up and the business is a great reflection of what's happening inside us and i just want to appreciate how you are using your business to know yourself and realize yourself on a deeper level. And I think it was not something I really understood getting into entrepreneurship and starting my own business that like we're talking about, like all this stuff starts to come to the surface, all those limiting beliefs, all those, yeah. um, you know, challenges in your life. Yeah. Um, negative people that you have to <laughs> kind of cut out stuff like that. Like you don't, you don't realize, like starting out, I mean, obviously, like I saw Sterling's ads and like they yeah. kind of sucked me in and like yeah. <laughs> the idea of making six figures and working for myself, working from home, having freedom to travel, like that's more the stuff I was focused on. And like, you know, jumping in and like kind of burning the boats, as they say, you know, like yeah. deciding there's no turning back. This is what I'm doing. That's when stuff really started to come to the surface like you know mm. people pe other people not believing in me that i thought would yeah you know, when i'm starting this and yeah it's stuff like that they're really you know it brings on that self-doubt even though you know and, and it's pretty crazy like the whole covid situation like being just in my own mind my own by myself going for walks exercising like all this time i have to think by myself, I was just brewing positivity. Yeah. Because I'm such a positive person. Yeah. But like the more you put yourself in other people, like other people's vicinity that are right. negative people, it starts to like kind of limit all those, you know, positive beliefs that I built up myself. I can do this. People, people are inspired by me. Like I can help people, you know, right. All this stuff that I believe myself starts to get shot down by, you know, negative people in your life. So, and that was kind of, and, and this is something I'm learning with Adrian is that just like when you ask for ask the universe for those big goals, yeah, 
it's going to ask you back, like, how bad do you want it? Mm. You know? So like, I'm asking to grow to like make this big income to make this big impact. Yeah. But the universe is asking me like, how bad do you really want it? Right. Right. So, and so there is a concept I'm sure you've heard, which is that the universe is testing us. Right. Which goes along this idea of the universe is asking, Hey, or you want, a six-figure business, you want freedom, well, how bad do you want it? Because I'm going to put some obstacles in your way and I'm going to test you, I'm going to challenge you. And you probably heard of this, right? Yeah, definitely. So I want to offer a slightly different perspective that the universe isn't testing us, the universe is reflecting us. And that there is no such thing as the universe testing us. In fact, there's no such thing as a test in life, apart from, you know, SATs. But I wouldn't call that a test. I'd call that a travesty. Right. But there is no such thing in life as a test. Because all we experience on the outside is our internal state, is our internal level of consciousness, is our internal... Um, degree of alignment is our internal um, stream of thinking, right? So what's happening is when you're by yourself, your internal state is great. You anchor yourself into positivity. You feel good. You think good thoughts. You look at all the people you've helped. You look at all the people you can help. You will help. And you feel really good. And you're like, yeah, fuck yeah, I'm doing this. This is great. And then you make contact with someone else whose internal state is somewhere else. Mm. And what they do is they project their thinking onto you. Mm. They project their insecurities onto you. They project their fears onto you. They project basically their vibes, yep. which is their vibration, mm -hmm. which is the state of being because thought is energy, mm -hmm. right? And energy vibrates. And so people, even though they look like dense matter, are just energy. So that energy meets your energy. And because you are still stabilizing in this new identity, this new being of being an entrepreneur, mm -hmm. of being free, of being positive, of being confident, you know, this new identity that you're creating for yourself, because that's still in progress, it destabilizes you. It interrupts the positive mm. stream of thinking and the positive state that you've created and it drops you into the state that they're in. So it's like hot water and cold water. If mm. I pour a glass of cold water into you know, a pot of hot water, it's going to cool down mm. the temperature of the hot mm. water. Right? It's going to affect it. Yes. Because with water, there's no boundary. There's no energetic boundary. Right. Water is going to be influenced by anything. So if I take that hot water and I heat it on a stove, I make it hotter. It'll eventually evaporate because the water doesn't say, no, I'm this way and I'm going to stay this way. Right. The water will just take its cue from its environment. You put that in the freezer, it'll turn into ice. You take that out, it'll turn into liquid. You leave that outside in Austin and during the day, it'll turn into gas. So the water is offering no resistance to be transformed. Right. Right. And so 
you may have heard of surrender as an idea. Surrender is great, right? But surrender needs to be balanced with this idea of grounding, right? Because surrender is I will be subject to whatever's in my environment, whatever people are in my environment, whatever things are in my environment, whatever uh, vibrational quality is in my environment, which is what a lot of people do, right? They watch TV, they watch, they get on Facebook, they hear all this stuff going on and they go into a tailspin. Right. Right. And you also hear of empaths who claim this as a virtue that they can feel people really deeply and they're so overwhelmed by people. Mm. Now that's a useful quality to have, but not in that way because that's a complete absence of boundaries. Right. So what we need is this idea of an energetic boundary and energetic grounding. So now imagine as a human being, your grounding is your conception of who you are, which is your internal identity, mm -hmm. right? So right now your identity is, my name is Pete, I'm an entrepreneur, I uh, am a fitness professional and I help people get fit, blah, blah, blah. But this is the new identity, right? And mm -hmm. how many years did you live in the previous identity compared to this one? My whole life. Your 20, whole life. 20, 20 plus years, yeah. 20 plus years. So now that has its own momentum. That right. has its own density because you spent 20 plus years using your thinking and your attention to energize that identity. And the more you referred to yourself in that previous identity, the stronger it got. Right. And what you're trying to do right now is you're trying to shift yourself from an identity perspective. Mm -hmm. So you're shifting the ground that you're literally walking on. You're shifting who you are, who you are in your being, what kind of thinking this being has, what kind of beliefs this being has, what kind of emotions this being experiences, what are his behaviors, what are his habits, what are the actions he takes, right? And in this process, in this transitional phase, we're actually quite vulnerable, we're sensitive. Right. And that's when the things that people say get us down. And that's when we hear someone who is pissing all over our dreams because they're actually pissing all over their own dreams. Right. Right? Because everything is a projection. So true. So what comes up for you as I, as I say this? Can I tell you a little story? Fuck yeah. <laughs> so I had a couple of clients that I trained at 24-Hour Fitness. I worked for like three years at Gold's Gym in Austin, Texas. I lived there for like three years. Yeah. And I moved to Colorado here with my girlfriend. I worked for 24-Hour Fitness and I had a client. Um, I won't say her name, but yeah. she, she came to me trying to just lose some weight. And we started losing some weight, you know, seeing some progress. And then she had some issues coming up with her knees. So I started having some knee pain. Luckily, I specialize in movement, as we were talking about earlier. So yeah, ultimately, yeah. I helped her overcome the knee pain and get back into hiking and stuff that she really likes doing. And Beautiful. she lost about 40 pounds in nine months. Wow. So she had some great success. 
her husband was also training with a 24-hour fitness trainer and he saw some great progress as well he lost like 20 25 pounds and he came he heard about her progress with me and he was having some back pain so he ended up coming to my gym and he's like hey can i talk to pete and i was like hey man you look great like how are you doing he's like yeah I feel like, like i look good but i feel like crap i wake up in chronic pain every day so ultimately we had to take him back to the basics, teach him how to move his core properly. And then ended up long story short, fixing the back pain, no more back pain, playing golf again, like doing the things he loves doing. So when COVID hit, this couple asked me to train them on zoom, which is kind of what got the idea stirring of going online. Yeah. So we ended up training on zoom for a couple times a week. And then when I started talking to Sterling's team and like, you know, contemplating the idea of creating my own business going online i decided i was like i'm gonna do this because like i have mm. these people that are training with me on zoom they're gonna support me you know they're yeah. gonna they're gonna be right behind me you can probably already sense what's what's coming but i, I made the decision <laughs> to invest in the mentorship program to start my own business to take on these challenges and and uh you know become an entrepreneur which i i've always known i've had that you know that desire and uh long story short, we come to the conversation of like, you know, presenting my program, what's different, what's the same, you know, all this different stuff. And um, they both, both the, both the husband and wife, they were just completely turned off by the idea. They seemed like they, like, they didn't believe in me. They seemed like they thought I was going to like take their money and run, not give them the service that I was promising them or whatever it was. And at one point, the the um, man of, you know, the man said, I think this is a bad idea. And like, he's someone that I like, I, I like kind of looked up to he had his own, his own uh, small business, he's an engineer. So like, and you're totally right, he's just projecting his own insecurities, his own, his own, you know, fears of, of not succeeding, whatever it might be. And and ultimately I decided, I was like, like, I don't need you guys to be successful. Like I thought it would give me a good boost, you know, kind of project me into my success with this online business. But that right there was a huge kind of, um, it, it didn't really set me back because I still, I kind of just set it aside and kept moving forward. Yeah. But it, it was one of those things that it just completely shocked me that like he was willing to just come out and say like, this is a bad idea just because I think so. And 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 it was something like I had worked with him at up almost a year at that point, helped him yeah. overcome back pain, lose all this weight, like see all this yeah. crazy progress. And I thought if anyone would believe in me, it would be them, you know. Right. So that that almost got me. It didn't get me, but <laughs> <laughs> that right there kind of resonates with what you're just talking about, you know, people just projecting their right. fears. And the extent to which it gets us depends on how much that thought and that fear exists inside us. Mm. So the degree to which I'm thinking the same thing is the degree to which I will allow someone's opinion of what I should or shouldn't do affect me. Mm. So that is a reflection for me about what's happening inside me. <laughs> because no one can make me feel any which way. No one can make me feel angry, sad, happy, depressed. Correct. They don't have that power. Nothing outside me has that power, mm -hmm. right? Until I choose to give them that power, until I choose to take on that emotion, right? Mm -hmm. So the only time 
that we feel a certain way is because we're choosing to feel a certain way. And that's where this idea of taking radical responsibility for, for our experience comes from, right? Because it's challenging to think that we are 100% responsible 100% of the time for our experience. But it's also liberating because we're the ones in the driver's seat. Like right. Trump, Trump can't make us feel a certain way, right? Or a client who is having a hard time can't make us feel a certain way. Right. Our partners can't make us feel a certain way, right? COVID can't make us feel a certain way. Even trauma we've experienced can't make us feel a certain way. As long as we refuse to give anything or anyone that, that power. Mm. And the way we do that is by stepping into our own power. And the less sexy version of stepping into our own power is being okay with being on the journey. Right. It's okay being like, hey, I just started this and I'm, I really want to make this a big thing. I want to make this my way of life and I want to be successful and I want to help people and I want to make money. And I recognize that I'm, you know, a couple of months in or six months in or four years in and I'm not where I think, you know, I want to be. But it's not going to stop me from enjoying the journey right now. Right. Because as soon as you accept exactly where you are, then all those fears, all those doubts lose their power over you. Because I'm saying this is okay. This is okay. The number of clients I have, this is okay. The amount of money I'm making, this is okay. The place that I'm at, this is okay. My, the level of my relationship with my partner, this is okay. How much I know about these things, that's okay too. So as you follow me into that train of this is okay and this is okay and this is okay, what do you feel in your body? Joy. Yeah. Yeah. Joy. Even though, even though like I feel like crap, like the past week <laughs> right, has right. been really tough for me. Right. Like just recognizing like this is a test. Right. And well, like you said, it's not really like a test, but it's just like a reflection of kind of what's going on inside. Yeah. But the sooner you realize that and like you admit that it's okay, right. that I feel this way, that I'm going through this, that that person said that thing, it's okay. Like as soon as I admit that, it just it feels joy for me. Right. Because joy is not the presence of this magical thing that we find outside. Right. It's the absence of resistance. So I'll say that again. Happiness, joy, bliss, love, peace, clarity is not the presence of this magical thing that is outside of us that everyone is searching for. It's just the absence of the resistance. In other words, this is subtractive psychology. This is not additive. What I'm saying is you're not missing anything to realize yourself as pure perfection, as a reflection of the infinite creative potential of the universe, as God itself. 
You are completely whole, completely perfect. And the only thing that can ever take you away from that is believing that there is something outside you that you need to feel that way. And that outside thing can be, oops, that outside thing can be money, right? I need to make six figures or seven figures or eight figures. I mean, I've, one of my clients has a net worth of like $250 million and we're working on self-worth. Right. And most people like think that like when I make this much money, then I'm going to be great. Like yeah. I'm going to feel good. My life is going to be amazing. There's going to be no problems. But no matter how much money we make, something still feels missing. Or we think it's these material objects. When I have a nicer car, when I have a nicer home, when I have, a ni when I have nicer toys, then I will be happy and peaceful and joyful and loving, and then I can relax, right? Or it's love. When I find this person and they meet all my needs and they give me exactly what I want, then I'll be happy and peaceful. And so we live in this perpetual seeking, grasping, chasing. And that's the nature of the ego, right? That is, living in the ego means living inside this endless stream of thinking right that is always searching for this thing on the outside to finally make it feel complete and whole and enough but the ego by itself never feels enough it never feels good enough it never feels ready enough it never feels happy enough there's always something missing for the ego so it spends its entire existence making the owner of the body that sits in chasing, collecting degrees and approval and validation, accruing and hoarding wealth and money, right? Trying to create safety for itself. Like trying to learn intellectual knowledge so it can finally relax and feel like, you know, it's, it's enough. Mm. So counterintuitively, Accepting exactly where you are and falling in love with yourself and exactly where you are is what attracts the conditions to hit six figures or to hit seven figures. Because no one can resist a human being who loves themselves, who accepts themselves, and who is completely at peace. They're irresistible. Mm -hmm. They're like crack yeah. because everyone's like, wait, what are you having? Like, can you, yeah. <laughs> can I get some of that? Like, can I smoke a little bit of what you're smoking? Yeah. So what comes up for you now as we, as we talk about this? I mean, just what, I mean, just what you just said, like being at peace, like having your own joy, realizing that happiness and joy is, is, it's not situational. It doesn't depend on stuff happening or like getting new things or like having that like certain number of clients or like reaching that certain amount of income. Peace comes from not resisting, not resisting. I, I love that. And, and it's, uh, 
it's funny that you say that because you're such an attractive person to me. Mm. And that's what I think about when I think about you is like, he's just so at peace. When I listen to like your podcast or, or something like that, just the immense peace that I can feel from your voice is what attracts me to, mm. you, you know? So I, I can definitely relate to that. And like, and it's it's hard to kind of get out of the headspace where it's like, oh, I have to get that piece because like that's the headspace that's going to kind of keep you away from it. Right. You know, right. it's already here. You just have right. to stop resisting. Like right. And I'll go even further. And there's a very tiny change, but it's a huge, it makes a huge difference. It's not just that it's already here. It's that you are made of it. It's literally what you're made of. It's the material that you're made of. So could you ever lose what you're made of? Can anyone ever take that away from you? You are peace. You are unconditional love. You are this sense of fundamental okayness. And even as I'm telling you this, you're, I can feel you connecting to that, that, that truth, that essence. Yeah. And it's like your whole body is like bursting with joy. It's like tingling. <laughs> right, right, right. This is who you are. Right? This is who you are. And this goes beyond all these labels and identity constructs of, you know, I'm an entrepreneur and I'm doing this and I'm doing that. Right. Like, all those things are great. That's just what I'm doing. That's not right. who I am. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And the magic, the real magic starts when the things we do are done from this place of being of who we are. Because when you can live in this place that you're touching right now, that you're sitting in the middle of right now, and you think about what needs to be done action-wise, because action is important, in your business from this place, from this peace, from this clarity, from this level of openness, expansiveness, relaxation, what you see is completely different. Right. And what you feel like doing is also slightly different, right? So what appears now in this space It's, it's kind of something I've been working on all week, but like, I mean, obviously a part of business is just reaching out, trying to get more leads, more, you know, more clients, stuff like that. Yeah. But like, if you're, if you're, if you're not doing it from a place of joy and from a mm. place of peace, mm. then that energy is not, it's not attracting, right? You know, there's the, and, and I was like, kind of thinking to myself as I was getting into my week this week. And I'm like, even though I'm like in a bad headspace, I'm like, all right, let me get this work done. You know, and I'm like sending out these messages. I'm like, ah, oh, they can't feel my energy through these messages. But that's yeah. false. Like, yeah, a hundred percent people can feel hundred percent your energy through a, a text message, through a message on Facebook. So like if right. if you're if you're like it's it's counterproductive for me to do that, you know? So I just had to kind of just literally stop working yesterday. I'm like, let me listen to some podcasts. Let me read some books. Let me, you know, let me sit down and meditate. Let me visualize what I want. Let me try to figure, figure stuff out, 
you know? And I think it was when I stopped working that's yeah. when I saw that post from you and I was like, okay, well, you can help me with this, man. You can help me with this. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's really amazing to me to just kind of, it's how this all works together, you know, to teach me this lesson that I'm kind of learning throughout the week. But yeah, um, just coming from this place of joy is going to be a lot more productive for me. So like, that's my important work. The most important work is for me to get to that place of joy, enjoy that joy, feel that joy and that peace before I, you know, put myself out in the, into the world. You know? Right. And the twist on that is it's not a place you need to get to. Right. Exactly. I'm right? still trying to learn that part. <laughs> and, and that's, and that's perfect because this is something that, you know, took me a long time and it take you know, it takes people lifetimes. And I think you're like way ahead of like where most people are on this journey. Here's the other thing. Like one of my clients, she does zero marketing. She's got a six figure business and all her marketing is energetic. She basically sends out messages vibrationally using her consciousness as a radio and people contact. I her. love that. I love people that. Con and so we create, I created this method for her so she can sit in a room, put herself in this state, feel the joy and really bring about this feeling of having the number of clients that she wants mm -hmm. and the kind of people that she wants to work with and who she wants to help and how she wants to help them. And I shit you not with zero marketing, she gets inbound emails being like, Hey, I, you know, someone told me about you. Uh, I'd love to learn about, how to work with you or something on some just messages. And it's incredible because most people don't realize how powerful they are. Mm. Right. We don't realize the real magic is in transmission. It's not in information. It's in transmission. Right. right. So what I want to invite you to do is think about it as not as sales, not as leads, not as prospects, there's no, like, I don't sell. I've never sold in my life, mm. right? What I do is I transmit my energy. And that's way more powerful than me trying to sell. Mm. And so this is how energetic sales work, right? If you can put yourself in a state where what you're doing rather than selling, prospecting, emailing, reaching out to leads is you're connecting with people and you're giving them a taste of your peace, of your joy and your confidence and love and acceptance in your body. You're not selling fitness. You're not selling weight loss. You're not selling those results. You're selling your relationship with your body. You're selling the happiness and joy and peace you feel when you look at yourself in the mirror. You're, you're selling the beautiful sensation, sensations and experience you have being in your body, being flexible, being limber, not having pain, feeling happy and inspired by your own physical being. That's what you're selling. 
And so if all you did was talk about that, maybe on Instagram, maybe on Facebook, maybe like fuck marketing. If all you did was share your experience of what it's like to be you and to experience your body the way you do, then people would be like, whoa, I want some of that. Yeah. I, I want what he's having. Yeah. Hey, like, can you tell me more about how you do this? So true. So true. Cause like, <laughs> it's, it's such a, it's such a good perspective to come out of like, just, just sharing your joy, sharing your peace, sharing your confidence and, and your, in your, yourself, your knowledge of your body and how it's supposed to move, your knowledge of nutrition and what you're supposed to eat. And, and just coming from a place of wanting to share that with people rather than, oh, I need to go find this lead. I need to go find this client. I need to sign up however many clients this month yeah, or whatever. Just coming from a place of, you know, how, I wonder how many people I can inspire with my story this month. Right now. And maybe right. that doesn't always mean a client because yeah. I've had, I've had people message me and be like, Hey, just from that phone call last week that we had, I know I didn't sign up, but I've already lost five pounds just from the right. tips you gave. Right. And like right. stuff like that is where right. I need to be like, enjoy stuff like that rather than just getting focused on, you know, the, the physical, like the physical, physical things, you know? And it's funny that we're talking about this joy and happiness because I just had a mindset Monday call with my clients where we talked mm. about bringing joy into your life and about how if you always focus on things to make you happy, that happiness is not, is not it's always going to depend on getting that new car, that new house, your new, you know, TV, whatever right. it is. Whereas if you focus on bringing joy and peace into your life, yeah. that's not situational. It makes it a lot. And, a lot and you know, easy. and you know what else? If you depend on your body being different to feel joy. Right. If you expect weight to be lost to feel joy. Mm. If you wait to have a six pack, as Harshwadhan says, to feel joy. Right. Then right. you're basically telling yourself that I can't be happy until this changes. And that exactly. is resistance. So if all you do is teach people to accept where they are right now, get into a good state and then exercise and move their bodies from that state, mm. it will completely change the results that they get. So this is not just, this is a meta conversation because this is not just for you as an entrepreneur in how you grow your no. business. No. But this is how your clients also get results. Mm -hmm. Because if they're suffering the entire time mm -hmm. and looking at the scale, looking at the mirror, hating on themselves for six months, waiting for that one day when they'll feel like they're fit enough or they have enough muscle mass or if they have the right amount of body fat, then they're missing out on life the entire way. Right. And most coaches, that's... I mean, almost all coaches, fitness coaches, that's what they'll teach, right? Because they don't get this. They don't get actually how life works. 
So if you can be the one who actually helps them fall in love with their bodies mm. and also do the right things from a nutrition, fitness, movement perspective, right. think about that. Well, and this is something I'm still working on, to be honest, because like my spiritual development hasn't really started until this year. I mean, honestly, it's probably been building up my whole life, but it wasn't right. really something I started focusing on right. until this year. So like still trying to kind of coach my clients to get to that place of, I mean, I'm still trying to get myself, you know, to enjoy this peace, to enjoy this joy in myself, you know, but like yeah. getting my clients there. And it's <clears throat> what I've noticed with myself is like, when I get myself, to enjoy the peace and enjoy the joy just in the moment and in myself, I come, I, my clarity is, is just maximized. And like the, the, the content I need to post, the people I need to reach out to the things I need to do for my clients, it all becomes so clear right. when I'm operating from a place of joy. Right. So I think it's so true for my clients too, because like, you, you know, fitness program, I'm, I'm going to start with the fitness. I'm going to give you your nutrition <laughs> template, your workout program, yeah. your whole, like all the strategy. Yeah. And then like people try to just jump right into that strategy and then they'll maybe have a hard time or not see why it's working because they're not operating out of that place of joy. Right. And when you, when you do just like for me in my business, when my clarity opens up for you as a client, like if you're learning about nutrition or your workouts for the first time, your clarity may open up on like, what questions do I ask? Right. Who, who, who's, whose guidance do I seek? What, you know, what can I, what can I do extra? You know, what do I need to work on now? Yeah. So, so that's, uh, that's an amazing thought too, to just kind of um, introduce, introduce my clients to themselves, you know, which is, yes, yes, yeah, which yes. is, you are like, you told me you are joy, you are peace, you know, you don't need to go looking for it. It's not right. some external thing you know, and the sooner that we can realize that the sooner we're going to have more clarity, right? And we're going to have more success as well. So and to Alana's point, people love to watch someone go through a journey. So, you know, as a coach, it can be really vulnerable to share your own journey and your own transformation. Right. But if you take people along for the ride, you're really basically saying that, hey, like, join me. Like right. I'm, I'm creating this for myself. Do you want to, you want to come on the ride with me? Exactly. And that's right? the, that's the exact attitude I have with my clients. And I've been telling them all week, like I'm going through, I'm going through my own shit right now. Right. Right. <laughs> right. So I want to tell you about it. I want to tell you how I'm dealing with it. Exactly. You know what I mean? So. So the genesis of this conversation was limiting beliefs that you had. Yes. <laughs> tell me about these limiting beliefs again. <laughs> So for myself, just seeing new strides in my business, going from someone who made less than $50,000 last year to yeah. projected to make well over six figures this year. Yeah. Like I've just kind of noticed my business like spiked and then it's yeah. kind of like trickling, trickling, trickling. And I know there's stuff I need to do as far as hiring people and getting help, but right. I know my mindset is the most important thing right now. And I know there's limiting beliefs as far as, and I know it's not true, dude, but I'd also know it's there. Like yeah. just the, the thought of like, I'm not, I'm not worth this. Like I'm not worthy of this, this, like I'm setting new goals past what I've already done. 
Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like having a hard time seeing myself as that person that deserves that. Mm. You know what I mean? And I think what? that's part of the reason why I'm going through these tough times right now. Yeah. Because I need to become that person. But So what would you need to see or hear or feel to know that you deserve that? Like, how would you know when you deserve it? I don't know. I don't know, dude. <laughs> I was hoping you could help me out with that part. <laughs> well, yeah, you don't know because you just made that up. Right. Right. You made up this idea that, you know, 100K, yes, I deserve that. Right. But 200, no, 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 I don't deserve that. Right. So that's a kind of intellectualization we do. All of this low self-worth stuff is something that we create in our mind. This is, a, this is an egoic activity. Right. Right? Because the ego wants to think that we're not worthy enough unless, you know, X, mm. like X amount of money, X amount of skills. And so the ego is always searching and grasping. Mm. And when you buy into that, and when you intellectualize it and you create thinking like, oh, you know, I have limiting beliefs. The idea of limiting beliefs is also completely made up, right? Because that's just what we call a thought that is in contradiction with the desire that we have. Does that make sense? Yeah. That's so all it is, is a thought that keeps coming up. It's not a belief. Right. And what is the nature of thought? It comes and it goes. Right. Right. Unless we take it hostage. Right. So unless we channel our inner ISIS and capture this thought and hold it hostage and demand a ransom from the universe. Hey, I need to make 200K a year because otherwise, you know, I'm not going to let this thought go that I'm not good enough. What this does is that essentially it ties a knot in our consciousness. Yeah. So imagine that you're a hose, like a lawn hose that you, you know, water plants with. And in the beginning, it's, there's a lot of water flowing and it's great. But then you have this thought that, oh, what if I'm not worthy of it? What if I'm not good enough of this flow of energy of life that's coming through abundance? Let me hold on to this. Then you tie a knot in the hose and the flow gets reduced, right? And then that knot generates more thinking and more beliefs and more stories. So you tie the hose into a few more knots. And now the flow of life, of energy, of abundance is slowed down to a trickle. And then you declare that you have limiting beliefs and you have mindset issues and you have all these blocks and you have low self-worth and you have blah, 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 blah. But all of it is made up. It is. Right? Because what is the only thing that is true? Your thoughts have come and gone your whole life. Mm -hmm. You have between 50 to 60,000 thoughts a day mm -hmm. times 20 something years of your life. Each thought came and it went, right? Eventually. 
the feelings and emotions you had, they came and they went. So you can't be your thoughts and you can't be your feelings because you're still here. Your body changed. You were once this big and then you kept growing and changing and growing and changing till you are the way you are now. So you're not your body, right? You're, and the sensations in your body also, they came up, you injured a foot and then it healed and it just came and went. So you're not your sensations. You're not who you, your, your perception and concept of yourself because that changed too because who you thought you were when you were seven years old is not who you are now. So what are you? I, I want to say I'm, I'm just a piece of the universe trying to enjoy itself. <laughs> you are the universe. Yeah. You are the universe. You are the infinite space in which your experience arises. Where these thoughts come and they go. Where these feelings come and they go. Where these sensations come and they go. And when you identify with these things that come and go and you hold on to them, then you create a knot in the hose and you stop the flow of life through you, right? And then you declare that you have a problem that needs fixing, which only makes the problem more real. Right. <laughs> so true it's like it's like one week i'll be i'll be in such alignment that i can realize these negative thoughts and i can just right. be like no like i'm not gonna employ them or whatever right right and then like uh it's just it's just that this week i've let those thoughts kind of get to me more right you now and I've, I've, I've employed them and I've, yeah. I've like groomed them almost yeah. into like believing that they, that they are, it's a belief that's instilled right. in me from right. my childhood and from right. my past. Right. But really it's just a thought that came because of the external situations going on around me as thoughts right. always do. Right. You know, and that thought right. came and I just hung on to it. Yes. And so you can just let it go. Just let it go. Just let it go. And this is the solution to all of these so-called limiting beliefs. Because when you take it as real, then you need to fix it because now there's a problem. And you will spend your whole life fixing these so-called problems. My but really, approach... I'm just creating problems. Exactly. <laughs> so my approach is to show you that you're creating problems. And if you're creating problems, you can just stop creating those problems and actually live your life and enjoy it because that's what you're here to do. Right. Doesn't mean that there won't be pain. Doesn't mean that there won't be discomfort, but right. you know how to deal with that. Right. And I just, I can recognize that it's temporary. You know, right. if I have those negative thoughts or negative right. emotions, right. it's temporary as right. they always have been. Right. Because you've made it this far. Right. 
right? You've you've made it through every challenge you've ever experienced. Yeah. So there's hard evidence that, you know, you can get to wherever you want to get to. Hundred percent. As long as you can allow yourself to enjoy every moment of that journey. Good and bad. Good and bad. Because the good and the bad, they're just labels that we create. Right? Because right. there's no such actual thing as good or bad. Right? It's just experience. Like good for one person is bad for another and vice versa. Mm. Right? So know that every human being is doing the best that they can given how the world looks to them. Even that guy who shat on your dreams. Mm. Right? Mm. And so that's why we, if we can avoid taking things personally, if we can avoid like taking on someone else's belief systems, their own perceptions, mm. their own identity, their own projections, then like we save ourselves a lot of suffering. We take the power back. We take the power back. So as we wrap up, what's been the most impactful sort of idea for you here today? How do you feel? Um, I feel very just relaxed, calm. And I think the, the, the most important thing for me to hear today was that I am peace, I am joy, and I don't, I don't need to like I, I don't need to find it. I don't need to like work on like, oh, what do I need to do to find peace or to find joy? I just need to stop resisting it and just enjoy it, you know? And I think that was the most important thing for me to hear today. And and also just the fact that that my my limiting beliefs are not real. That's something I've made up and it's just a thought that I hold I held on to and kind of turned it into a limiting belief. Right. Because I like, I almost wanted to make an excuse on, you know, why I'm not where I'm supposed to be. So I turned right. this into right. that excuse. Right. So instead, I'm just going to focus on stop resisting, just be in a place of joy and enjoy my own peace, share my journey with other people. And then, um, yeah, <laughs> just stop making up limiting beliefs <laughs> for myself, you know? stop creating creating problems because that's really that's i'm just creating problems out of negative thoughts right instead i need to just let it go you know like a guided meditation i listened to one time he's talking about how your thoughts are like greyhound buses whizzing by on the highway it's like when you can (laughs) you can just take yourself out of that bus sit on the side of the road and watch them fly by yeah that's how you know you're in a good state of awareness and that's what i need to do you know instead of like like hopping on and say, oh, this is my limiting belief. This this Greyhound bus is my limiting belief, so I'm just gonna ride it. Right. No, I just need to I need to let it go and 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 just realize that it's it's a temporary thing. And um yeah, thank you. Thank you for this. This is my pleasure. Incredible. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for coming on today, man. This is uh this yeah, is really absolutely. beautiful to jam with you and I can't wait to do it again soon. Same here, brother. Take care. Keep me <laughs> posted how too. things go. Yes, I will. Thank you again. Thank you. Take care, man. Bye. All right. Have a good one. You too. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you found value, please consider leaving a five-star review to allow the show to reach more people. 
or share this episode via your social media channels. If you're an entrepreneur and want support in exponentially scaling your business, email me at ani at animanian.com.